Hello, this is Owen with a quick disclosure. Due to a confluence of technical problems, we lost Levi's audio for the first 20-something minutes of this episode, but luckily that does not include Stiletto's big action scenes. I'll be filling in important details up until that point. We apologize for the inconvenience, but hope you enjoy. Welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Play Beam Saber. I'm your GM, Saturn. You can find me at Celestial Mecca on Twitter. Joining me this week, as usual, we've got Levi. Levi is a frequent contributor to the show and my spouse. Uh, their pronouns are they, them, and they are playing Gabrielle Stiletto as Modeus, the envoy. Sarah. Hey, I'm Sarah she, her. Um playing Arabella Steranoct, who is also she, her. You can find me at Radio Inactivity on Twitter. Owen. I'm Owen, founder and editor of Big Gay Nerds. I am playing uh, Pfeffer, Boss, Humboldt, uh, he, him, and he's the officer. And Fern. Hi, I'm Fern, pronouns they, them, uh, and I am playing Giuseppe Finch, the golden boy, and uh, pronouns he, him, and uh, he is the empath. All right, so where we left off last episode, uh, our intrepid heroes uh, went to scout out information for their upcoming op, where they have to smuggle uh, some scientists and a mysterious MacGuffin. Uh, out of an operational area. Uh, they took a novel strategy of splitting their forces and playing to their strengths. And so we had Vulcanhund and Blue Dahlia head about uh, some distance uh, out of the east side of the city. And they're currently uh, at sort in like sort of a hilly river woodsy area and while Abathar and and uh, the Kraken, headed approximately west and are now heading south. Uh, they're going out into the ocean to try and uh, take their uh, special MacGuffin payload that their boss asked them to get uh, back to their base uh, very far away from here. And then uh, what happened is that uh, the two of them, uh, Abathar and uh, Kraken, uh, got ambushed by what appears to be an entire unit. And then Blue Dahlia and Volk got ambushed by what appears hmm. to be one one mech, just one mech. Hmm. Who wants to start? Who 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 thinks who thinks their situation should be on air first? Uh, well, I did say that I've got like a scheme in mind. Mm -hmm. So if no one else has like an immediate plan of action, I'm good to start things off. Yeah, boss, let's go. All right, let's All kick right. off with you two. So we've got Boss uh, with the payload secured safely inside a cargo bay mm -hmm. in uh, the Kraken, uh, kind of like halfway in the water, you would say, right? Like kind of gliding a little bit. Yeah, I, so I forget whether or not this has been discussed on air, but like uh, the uh, Kraken has sort of like a special like water amphibious state where 
basically it submerges about like halfway, but then it's got like internal buoyancy deals and um, like propellers and stuff inside of its legs. So it can just sort of like, it, I guess it can just sort of like duck paddle um, <laughs> around. But it still looks like a 30, like a 30 foot tall, like 100 foot wide submarine <laughs> periscope is breaking the waves around it as you do. Right? Yeah, like I, like I mentioned before, it's partially kind of like a psychological thing because it gives the impression that it's like walking along the seabed and makes it look even bigger than it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's, like, going... To, so you said, like, four, like, flying mechs? Like, how big are they? Well, and then, and that's what I'm going to get to. So we also have uh, Abathar, who is hovering nearby, as mm-hmm. I understand, kind of a respectful distance above the water. Uh, what you see are... You're getting kind of circled, basically, by these four, like... You would say they look almost like fighter jets, but there's, like, a variation of size. And then very quickly... Uh, the largest one kind of uh, dives out, like, down out of the air, and, like, you realize how far above they're flying for a moment, uh, because when they hit the water, like, there's this huge splash, like an entire whale just, you know, uh, Mm. careening into the water, and uh, as it emerges, it has changed shape, and it now resembles uh, something that looks... Uh, not exactly, not not like your mech, but kind of similarly like this big, bulky, huge thing. Mm. Um, and another of the two uh, mechs uh, coasts in beside it, and this one is approximately, I would say, like, Vulcanhund size, but it looks kind gotcha. of like a speedboat configuration, almost. Okay. Um, and the other two, which are both appear to be, like, kind of average size, are still kind of circling above. Okay, so um, as he sees this happening, um, so I am going to mark a gear, and it's actually one of the gear things that is a specialist thing for mm-hmm. my playbook, and also does not take up any load, which is the fine fine friend or foe tags. Mm. Okay, which, which does, and I quote, makes a vehicle appear as belonging to a specific person, squad, and or faction. Now. Okay. Um, so I want to do a quick little, like, I guess, fiction negotiation with you. Um, sure. Because, so it says a vehicle, not, and not your vehicle. So do you think it'd be possible for me to get this to affect both of us? Um, I would say my instinct is since it says a vehicle, I would say yes, but there's a cost associated. Okay, because I want to, I you know, fan of the players, I want to make what what you have in mind work. My thought is that either uh, it's whatever action you're doing with this, like it can't really be riskier because you're in a desperate position. It's either going mm-hmm. to be less effective, or you're going to have to spend stress to do it. Okay, then, like like um, configuring both of your things to activate like that on a fly with something that's only supposed to affect a vehicle is going to be pretty right. difficult. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. The other thing I just wanted to say, like, is that in the fiction of this, like, this bit of gear is, like, so, so as we said before, how the Kraken's, like, cockpit is sort of like this little, whole circular deal with, like, the ch- seat in the middle, you mm-hmm. know? And he sort of, like, swirls away from the main sort of bank of sensors and inputs to this thing that's, like, um, 
like an old fashioned computer monitor. Like it looks like like it looks like a computer from Alien, basically. Right. <laughs> um, and he just starts like, and he just starts like manually like punching in these codes That's to so it. Cool. Um, and um, and like over the personal comms, he's going to uh, say to Golden Boy, "All right, follow my lead." And then he is so. Are there any restrictions about using pilot gear while you're in while you're in your mech? Uh, I mean, as long as it's fictionally appropriate. What's your What do you have in mind? I was going to use my comedy coder. Sure. Okay, and just to refresh everyone, it is a communicator that lets me talk to anyone. So um, we have okay, established so first... that you can use this before to uh, target specific. Like, it's not just like looking someone up. You can also just be like, there is a signal or a or a comm unit that is located like relative to this from me. I'm gonna hack into that right. one, basically. Yeah, you've exactly. established you can do that. Yeah. All right then. Yes, then I am going to. Um... Uh, then I am, like I said, I'm going to try and, um, get us both with, um, advent tags, and, um, and I'm going to hail the biggest one, and I am going to, uh, and I'm going to say, stand down, Junior, you got outbid. Oh, okay. Oh, Owen. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Owen, you're so smart. <laughs> so this sounds like a sway to me, maybe because you're like lying right, and trying yes. to trying to convince someone of something being true that's maybe not. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that definitely. sounds like a sway. Um, okay. What I did say is, so we we're starting with desperate. I did uh-huh. say you'd have reduced effect from having to stretch this to fit two, but you did also mm-hmm. spend two gear items to make this happen. So I'm going to say... And one say, of them is fine. Yeah, what I'm going to say is that uh, I think it's still going to be a... I think this is... No, you know what? Because of the way the, the clocks and everything work, I'm going to give you great for this. I'm going to give you an extra okay. die for this. It's still going to be desperate. Damn. Okay. All right then. Can I help? I'm going... Can I assist? Sure. How are you assisting? Uh, I oh. would like to uh, make a rude gesture. <laughs> at the, Wait. At the pilot. <laughs> that they can see. I'm the one who's got comms to them. Well, wait. What? Yeah, with the mech. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, can with can Abathar okay. do rude gestures? It doesn't Does, exactly I, have hands. I think I can do a little dance. <laughs> Abathar has green <laughs> yes. arms. <laughs> I um, can do a little neener. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know what? I I I like this idea that y'all that y'all are rubbing I'm it in. I'm gonna do jazz uh, hands with my with my little wing hands. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and take uh, an extra D from assistance. <laughs> okay. So that that brings me up to two. No, I believe it's uh, three because I gave you an extra one. Right. I know, but also I've still got offended on. Oh, me. right. You're correct, and this yeah. is a social thing. Yeah, that would bring you to two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm. I was tempted to push myself. Um, I noticed you toying with that. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to settle with two, just because I'm probably going to be pushing myself more later. Um, and also, I feel like two is a healthy point. You know. Do I take any need... stress to assist? Uh, no. Okay. Um, it's just, just you do it. Oh, wait, actually, yeah. no. In this, um, not in. For a pilot action, yes, you would spend uh, 
amount of stress. Yeah, okay, that's right. I forgot about the oh, actual right. pilot system. Hey. So you spend an amount of stress equal to your relationship with uh, your relationship clock with a boss. Okay. Right. And but then I get two benefits, right? Uh, is it does I don't think that 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 that, that they have two with you. You have two with them. Yeah. Oh, I have, damn. That's right. I have. Yeah. One. So it would just be one. Um. So the yeah, assist. Okay. I I defaulted to die, but you could also say uh, improved effect or reduced risk. I think I'm gonna take the die here. Okay, okay. So let me. Here we go. Let's see how much I regret not going for more dice. Find out. Oh no! Instant. I got a. <laughs> I got a three. On a desperate two, um, oh, Mark experience. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We're 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 off to the fucking races, <laughs> and uh, yeah, true. And so I think uh, the larger one, you hear a uh, a voice call back to you, uh, a young woman, but like uh, kind of, I, I'd say she has kind of a surly voice a little bit. She's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, nice try, Bucko," and she <laughs> just straight up blasts you. Oh, um, no. So this is like a three to four consequences. So I'm going to try the alternate way of doing consequences. So I'm going to give you a two for mech damage, uh, and we're going to okay. go ahead and call this uh, shoulder blast. Uh, I think I think she like fire. I think there's a heavy like a big heavy cannon that deploys and just mm-hmm. poof, just hit, okay. hits you real good. And then for All the right. other consequence here. Uh, Actually, I'll go ahead and call this. Yeah, okay. Uh, ooh, yeah, I like that. So I am going to start a clock here. Uh, mm-hmm. This is going to be. Uh, I'm going to be kind here. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. <laughs> where where did my things go? I'm gonna go ahead and call this an eight clock. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and call this asset destroyed. And we're going oh, to no. and we're okay. going to put one on it. <gasps> you've, okay. you've taken a nasty hit, and your uh, the mech is like kind of careened a bit, and mm-hmm. you there is like you don't feel anything super like immediately worrying, but you are immediately mm-hmm. conscious of the oh right, I have this big fucking thing inside my mech. Right. So first off, something I'm going to do is I am actually going to I'm just like I'm running at it. I did not do much like gear work last time um also i just realized we did not declare pilot gear like the oh yeah uh, the, i keep i does, always like, forget medium a, sound good yeah, i always forget that uh yeah y'all, what do y'all want to do uh knowing that you were expecting to probably be in your mechs for the most time uh, yeah medium is fine yeah that makes sense okay um i think you can technically declare independently obviously like you don't have to all agree to the same load level mm-hmm. it's just like you know but right yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, um, and the next thing I'm going to do is <clears throat> I'm going to actually uh, get armor for my mech. I'm going to spend two gear slots. So I've I've now... De- oh, jeez. I've now... Okay, so it says I've declared four. Technically, one of those does not actually count against my load limit. Yeah, but, um, um, if you you don't you don't have to put the X in that friend, find friend or fro tags. Like I'll remember. That's, that's a good point. Um, but um, yeah, so I'm going to reduce that shoulder blast down to like a one. So that would that be like shoulder graze or yeah, let's call it um, shoulder shoulder dent maybe. Yeah, shoulder dent. Like it's a it's a big hit from this gun, but also like your your armor is thicker just straight up than most other mechs i think uh okay. because it's so old 
They had to make them real, real big. Um, Yeah. Okay. Um, So that happens. Uh, Clearly this gambit has not worked out. Uh, Mm -hmm. They, uh, I think what, uh, what I think, yeah, you know what? What she, what uh she barks back at you is like you're wearing royal blue colors and you you looking like the way you do and you're gonna tell me you're part of an adverse outfit please <laughs> <laughs> um, not that dumb um I Giuseppe would like to would like to do things uh yeah sure what's up right. so now mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop you from doing anything but I will say we could pivot from here or we could double down. It's your call. Uh, I think I think this is a thing where uh, we should see what Giuseppe wants to do, right? And then, like after that, we can. I think it would be probably a good time to well, check and see what the other guys are my doing. My thing would be definitely pivoting into combat. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so it would it would it would kind of we wouldn't be able to double down at this point if we did that. Um... So well, uh, ostensibly you are you are taking an action. So if you had something in mind you want to do, you should do it regardless of any plan you might have discussed. Okay, is, is my is my GM is my GM gavel. Okay, so I would like to go for the smaller of the mechs, just like hover very fast towards it with like my wings unfurled, uh, and I think I'm going to try to karate chop it using a quirk. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> as it, you have the, uh, do you actually declare your uh, the blades or? Uh, no, I have a blade sharp frame, so I don't. <laughs> so that's uh, the okay, quirk that I, I want to use. <laughs> I, 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 feel, <laughs> is, I think is you, it okay I, if I, like I just use my hands? They're just uh, what sharp I'll, hands. What I'll say here's what I'll say is, uh, you're fine if you do. It will be better than literally trying to attack without a weapon. What you could do is declare the hands and use the quirk, and then have a very good effect on it. Okay, yeah, mm. then I definitely want to do that. So I'm going okay, to so declare, declare the, uh, a, a melee weapon or, or whatever it is. Yeah, a blade or two. And then you can go ahead and burn that, that blade sharp frame quirk. And you're just off. fucking karate chopping this uh, yeah. boat form mech or whatever. But like at its, uh, I want to go for like, y- you said that they look like a, a motorboat. So it's, I it's kind of has a, a, like a, a speedboat kind of look to it currently. A speedboat kind of thing. So I want to come up from under it and hit its rudder type of thing, like whatever it uses to steer. Okay. Yeah, sure. So you dive under the water and do this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, so this sounds like a battle to me. I'm looking as for... a new roll as yeah. in a roll battle. Um, this is going to be still desperate. Uh, I'm going to give you great effect for uh the gear. I'm going to give you an extra die because you spent a quirk and this that's pushing yourself. Uh-huh. Um, aside from that, what I'll say is I have collateral in mind if you want collateral, but if you don't want to run that risk right now, uh, you have the whatever it is I said you have. The desperate, great, uh, your battle plus one. So, uh, two. I mean, I am supposed to fall in love with trouble. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll take that collateral. Okay, well, that's what it is first. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The collateral is that you will hurt the pilot. Oh no, mm. not that one. I'm not going to say that you're going to kill the pilot, but you Mm-mm. will hurt the pilot. 
I don't want to hurt a kid right now yet. Okay. Because I'm not, <laughs> not there yet. yet. <laughs> All right, cool. So you have 2D on your battle, and it's going to be a desperate crit. Okay, got it. 2D. So I get... Okay, yeah. Oh, oh my god. Shit. I critted! <laughs> you fucking did crit. Okay. Um. Shit. All right. Uh, let me think about this. I was thinking of doing. Here's what I'm going to do uh, on that crit. Uh, here's a here's a clock, right? Here's a clock, <laughs> right? Um, so first thing I'm going to do is just go ahead and set this uh, four clock uh, here. Seems appropriate. <laughs> uh, just sort of here. Um, Entirely full for our listeners. Yeah. And so what happens is, and what we're going to call this is, which one is this? Because I have I have pilots, but uh, let's see. Yeah, that would be okay. Um, we're gonna go ahead and call this uh, number forty four neutralized. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, you, I already uh, got dive one. <laughs> really suddenly, and like this boat mech like starts to reposition, and you just like killer whale like chop it out of the water. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, just like, just like destructive. Like this is like instantaneous. Um, yeah. Uh, so that happens. Uh, we can we can get back to whatever uh, potentially yeah. uh, this pilot uh, situation looks like in a moment. But for now, after that cool ass maneuver, I'm and so combat, happy. <laughs> and, and combat kicking off super hard. Uh, we're going to cut to uh, Red and Stiletto. Yeah. So you're over, uh, what would this be? This is a long ways away, right? Yeah, this is nearly 40 miles away, uh, fictionally. Um, so you're kind of standing here-ish uh, in this sort of slightly hilly, slightly wooded, grassy area, kind of like just close enough to the highway to see it. And you're at the edge of this pretty wide river. And uh, on the other end of it, uh, you don't see anything else, but on the other end of it, there appears to be this uh, mech there. And it is a, uh, you would say it's probably about uh, Blue Dahlia sized. It's a little bulkier. It kind of has this weird thing with its head a little bit where it almost looks like it's wearing a big wide brimmed hat a little bit. Oh, hell yeah. It has yes. a really strange. And also the other thing, and this is not something that, uh, Gabrielle, you are used to seeing on adverse mechs, but you can tell just from the way that how like the branding on it practically that this is an adverse mech uh it has this big fucking billowing cape hell yes oh, Saturn, you're baiting and it, it's me. holding it's holding its its sheathed sword of some kind in like eido yeah. like position <laughs> okay all right so <laughs> two of you what, what what's your move here uh right now the mech is not moving from the position uh Bella, or Red, I guess, since we're on the field, kind of drums her fingers on the on her controls and then gets on comms with, uh, with Stiletto and is like, if you want to do some kind of diplomacy, this is your one chance because this sure as hell looks like a challenge to me. Levi asks if Stiletto would know anything about the mech. Actually, what I will say that you would know, actually, Gabrielle, this is not an Ace's high mech. No, this is an adverse mech. It is not an Ace's high mech. Mm. You don't. You're not exactly sure what squad this is, or what you know, 
what part of proxy this would be from, but this is definitely not Ace's High. They the Ace's High stuff is usually uh what 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 a Kraken and Abathar are dealing with right now, which is like fucking race car transformers, basically. Stiletto identifies herself and asks the mech to do the same. Uh okay. Uh that I think is I think we should rule we should just start it with a sway, just real quick. Uh I, I'm going to say this is going to be so situation desperate situation no actually i'm giving i'm going to say this is controlled right now because Mm. nothing has quite popped off the situation you're in is desperate but you doing this is controlled in my mind uh and we're going to say it's standard you'll get six hey there's a six in there yes right on um so what you get is on your screen there is a a video conference request oh yes absolutely (laughs) let's go Go, go, go. Uh, so you, you, uh, this video, this video overlay flips on and then you hear a laugh and you see a familiar face and hear a familiar voice like, hell yeah. My God, Gabrielle. Wow. Blue is not your color. Wow. I didn't expect I'd see you again so soon. It's Taz's name. Stiletto is not happy about this and asks what he's doing here. Don't worry if you don't recognize Tasneem. He's an old schoolmate we haven't met in the main podcast until just now. Well, I can tell you this much at least. You get that, uh, and he, like, the mech actually cocks its head over to the side. You get that Vulcan hoot or whatever it's called to, uh, power down its weapons and disengage, and you can, uh, go long run home with your tail between your legs. How's that sound? Damn. Excuse me? Stiletto says that her tail is staying right where it is. This is the last bit of dialogue we lost, which is too bad because it is a good quip. (laughs) Damn, tragic. Well, I'm not going anywhere, so. And then he he does like, uh, he does not just finger guns. He specifically does the Ocelot finger guns from MGS3, where he kind of does a pantomime of twirling them and then does the finger guns. And then the video guy. feed, and then the video feed closes. Does and he wink? The, so, does he wink? He does. He does. Good. So it's very important for you to describe Tasneem here. Okay, also. so Tasneem is uh, you're you are very correct. Uh, Tasneem is a dark skinned human man. Uh, I would say he's like not especially short, but like not remarkably tall either. He's like maybe five six, five seven tops. Uh, very thin. Uh, very handsome boy. Uh, not even a boy. Well, he's younger than you, so maybe. Uh, he's got this, uh, very, uh, like, just silver white, like, shock of, uh, hair on top and, like, an undercut on the side and a big, uh, charismatic looking, or so he says, a scar that kind of goes down from, uh, the bottom of his nose down to, like, one side of his chin. And he, like, smiles, winks, does the finger guns at you. Uh, the video feed closes, and then the mech kind of resumes its threatening stance. He's made his demands known. The question is how you proceed. And you then, in turn, uh, you had you had shown this, you had ported through this video feed uh, to uh, Vulcanhund so that Red could see it. Yes. And hear it. So. Red is, uh, she she kind of clacks her teeth and just puts on this, this big smile uh, and says... This motherfucker really wants me to abandon my baby? No, no, Red. He's not even thinking about you. He's just No, he's not even he's not even thinking is what well, he's not I'm doing. I'm not arguing with uh, you. Just and, uh, remember. 
Leave them alive. Hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes there are way worse fates than death, well, baby. Okay. Oh, let's damn. Just, let's just start I, easy I and think see it, where this takes us, okay? I think at this I think at this point, uh, Red, you also get a video. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, let's gosh. go. Let's go. Uh yeah, absolutely accept it. <laughs> Alright. Uh face that you face and voice that you now recognize, uh, as being someone that Gabrielle uh props up on screen, uh looks are clearly like eyes looking around, uh like and just like whistle. <laughs> like mm. Well, you certainly got a full cockpit in there. Unfortunately. <laughs> Oh well, right, that's well. Now he knows you have this. Well, how's how's this sound? You power down those weapons and come with me, and everyone else gets to go home alive. Wait, and safe. Excuse me. You want me? Well, you and the mech, and the and he points at the screen as uh. though you can see what he's pointing at, but is presumably referencing the scientist with you. Uh. <laughs> really, you've you've just kind of done a lot of my work for me, which I appreciate. You know, <laughs> make, make a big, nice present with, you know, everything I want all wrapped inside. <laughs> There's a pause, and uh, Red looks over his shoulder at the doctor, and is like, we're gonna have a conversation about this later. Uh. The doctor actually... Uh, it, ignoring what you said, uh, responds, just asks at the screen, how do you know about Vulcanhund? And Tasneem just sort of smiles in response. All right. Uh, Bella closes the comm channel and immediately bolts forward. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so what's the plan of attack here? You got your machine guns? You got anything else you want to bust out? Uh, we're gonna start with the machine guns for now, and then if I feel like I'm getting creative later, uh, seems reasonable. Um, so to start, uh, you're in a desperate position sure. because, as we established, your starting position is desperate. Uh, this is going to be a battle uh, because you're spending gear, but also because the enemy's higher tier. I'm gonna say this evens out to a standard. Is my thought? Actually, can I uh, make a small revision? To make sure, it a maneuver instead. So Bella is going to yeah, sure. roll forward and then uh, take the mech to get down on a heel and basically do like a slide to get behind it so that she can just mm. hit it from behind in the next, in oh, the next move. Take advantage of your size and speed. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah you can call that a maneuver. Cool. Uh, I'm still going to say it's desperate standard. Sure. And you're like, and you're crossing a river to do this, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're kind of doing a a maneuver, but again, cool. like you are a a yeah, yeah. small mech. You are specifically like you you technically have things that you could burn if you wanted to to make this better. Mm-hmm. But like you know, we're start. You, you technically have the size speed advantage, even though uh, the the tier advantage is kind of against you in a significant way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't contesting that. To be clear, I was just confirming how cool this was. <laughs> oh yeah, it was <laughs> super cool. I I am almost imagining oh. a. Uh, Okay, well, what'd you roll? One oh, and a two. You're not doing the thing. You're not doing <laughs> the thing. No, no. That's let's, cool. let's, uh, let, let's talk. Maybe okay. send, like, a quirk so or something. So let's talk as in you want to hear the consequences, or do you, do you have collateral in mind for an extra die, is what uh, you're thinking. Yeah. I don't think you're, I'm supposed to be able to do that, but I do like just being able to offer retroactive collateral. No, so it's we did blade. it. We did it in Blades. It's totally fine. Um, yeah, it's fine. I think it's, I think it's for the show, uh, is my opinion. Yeah. Show homebrew. What is good collateral? 
Um, uh, co- collateral is that uh, the consequences one way or another, uh, like whether this next die turns us into a success or not, uh, there is going to be uh, consequences vis-a-vis your passenger. Oh. Ooh. Hmm. Of course you would do that. It's <laughs> um, my job. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, um, if this... if not, we can just roll with the failure as is and see what happens. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I'm gonna see. Oh my gosh! Uh-oh. If <laughs> I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> okay. So you're taking your collateral. Uh, am I take? Yeah. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Still a failure. Okay. Oh. All right. So it's a desperate. A consequence oh, a is what happens. I've got four. I've got three or four points to work with. Um, so you go and do this cool maneuver, and I think you are like in the middle of doing your vanquish slide. Is kind of how I'm imagining it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, th- like over, like skimming the river practically. Like you're moving so fast. Like even though the mech is so big, it's just gliding over like the top of the oh, river. Oh, it's cool. I wish this had succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because here's the problem. What happens is as you're doing this, uh, the mech you're going doesn't even move, and there's this loud bolt from the blue as a uh, gigantic anti-material shot tears through you. Oh, shit. Um, oh, God. What I'm thinking this looks like is this is going to be a both a level 2 harm to you and a level 2 damage to Vulcan Hound, as well as we know that's four. Um, what we'll say instead is it's going to be a level two damage. It's going to be a level two damage to Vulcan Hound, a level one damage to you, and then I am going to start and tick once a clock that is a uh, a uh, VIP killed, and it's going to be <gasps> Shit, no! all right. All right, four. my bad, my bad. I'm so really hoping that's... that would go better. You can resist any of these, as usual. You can spend uh, quirks, I believe, since this was a mech action, mm-hmm. to resist uh, any of these respective consequences. Ooh. Okay. Uh, just letting you know. Um, where'd my tokens go? So, uh, go ahead and mark uh, the level 2 damage. Uh, so it's uh, level 2 damage to, to... To the mech. To the mech. And then a level 1 harm to you. Okay. Um. Uh, I'm going to spend a quirk to... Resist the, um, to resist the the damage to the mech. To okay, uh, I'm gonna spend. I'm actually gonna spend unique uh, for the first time, and it's just that Volk's uh, weird. Uh, oh man, wait, where did the damage hit Saturn? Uh. T- I mean, we can flavor this. My thought is kind of somewhere in, like, somewhere in the torso enough that it would have, like, done some collateral to the cockpit. Okay. Um, actually, that works out perfectly, because the cockpit is actually more so, like, in the, the sternum. So, I think mm-hmm. what it is instead is that uh, it passes through the shoulder, and it's still damage, but since Volk has got, like, weird muscles, like, weird synthetic muscles beneath his, uh, beneath his armor... It uh, the muscles actually can kind of shift away from some of that damage. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, and so instead, it like it kind of just sears the 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 muscles beneath the armor instead. Cool. All right. So you're gonna do level one dam- damage of muscle sear. Sure. 
Uh, you're going to do a level one harm to you. That is, uh, let's go. You already have Whiplash on two D, so let's go ahead and call this uh, Jostled. Sure. You, you've also, if you've got medium load, you can spend some like pilot armor if you want. Uh, Vulcan Hound is light, light load. load. Oh, but pilot no. gear. Yeah, pilot. Yeah, you could also uh, spend pilot armor to just uh, say no, 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 no harm for me. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm actually gonna do that. Okay, uh, then you can go ahead and delete Jostled, which is good, because you won't have less effect on pilot actions. <laughs> sure, that's good. Um, so that's good. And then, yeah, uh, and additionally, uh, so your armor takes the brunt of that, though your VIP uh, just being in kind of an awkward position does also get kind of, like, shook around, and I think maybe, like, a loose cable kind of, uh, like, uh, like a, a heavy loose cable, because you're in a mech, but, like, a loose cable mm. basically, like, hits them. Mm. Okay. And there, there, there's some, like, annoyed swearing more than anything, but... Okay, so wait, did that come from... That didn't come from Tazneem. He did not move. He's got... He's got that came from somewhere else. Okay, that's bad. He's got sniper backup. <laughs> cool. Yeah, cool. All right. Tazneem over open comms. Well, not so fast, are ya? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. Um, how about we... What time do we have? Uh, yeah, how about we cut... No, because we just started with y'all, I feel like, despite the technical difficulties. Uh, anyone else have something immediately they want to do? Uh, in this scene, specifically? Gabrielle, you just watch Vulcanhoon try and do this cool dive forward and then get <laughs> sniped. Hmm. Uh, maybe fine. Actually, that's, uh, that's... Red gets on comms and says, that didn't come from your friend, so we should probably find where that sniper I is. I know. All right. So, let me see here. So that would be a scan. Da, 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 da. Assuming you're scanning, sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Gabrielle is definitely trying to find the sniper before, you know, it just starts picking Red apart in front of her, trying to get her to, you know, save it, you know, that whole boring thing. Yeah, that whole thing, that whole deal. <laughs> um, so I'm, this is still a desperate situation. Uh, unless you spend anything specifically for it, I'm inclined to say standard by default. Uh, I am going to give you an extra dice for undeclared reasons. Mm. Hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, I'll take a dice for undeclared reasons. If you want to take any collateral or push yourself or take any items that would help or anything like that, uh, this would be a time to declare. Um, I, yeah, this is when I... Uh, declare a i'm gonna pick a shield or force field uh okay yeah, keep yourself since i've safe. got the um not the vip but the other ones so uh, yeah i figure yeah. on like uh, the uh, back would... of one of her sort of like a buckler of sort of like projected energy yeah, I would say what that does is that it doesn't change the situation but what it does do is make this role risky instead of desperate oh Okay. Just so, like, if you if it goes bad, you are going to be penalized less on account of your shield blocking. That, yeah, that's that's why I pulled it out. So yeah, no, that's I good. Mean, think, oh, the desperate. Yeah, just say, you can you can no, counter argue if you'd like, but that's no, my that instinct good. anyway. Plus, I can use it. For... I'll still give you the experience for it. How about that though? Because it's a desperate situation, so you can still take the desperate role experience uh, as well. So. Yeah, sure. But, Whatever that works for me. Okay, so. Yeah. Playing it by ear, whatever. <laughs> we'll figure it so out. So I've got scan, 
uh, of one plus one uh, dice for serious reasons. And yeah. got a Thank six. God somebody rolled a six. There's a success. Ooh. Um, so you scan. Um, what I'll say is like. I think almost on instinct, your gaze turns northward first, and something that you suspected, uh, you are pretty sure is true. The shot definitely came from north, you can see heat signatures in the distance, and you would say it's uh, maybe not at Point mm. Peach, but it's pretty close. Ah, uh, the mm. mysterious, adverse, linked... So it's it's good and far away, which is going to be a problem unless you, like, you know, bust out any long-range things. But you know, at the same time, that also means you know it's not close enough to uh, be that kind of threat. Okay. That's what you know. So, um, yeah. I feel like I should take a clock for this because you did roll. Okay. Well, in the, in the meantime, Gabrielle um, will get on comms with uh, Red. Be like, He's like, Red, I've located the sniper. They're all the way at the mouth of the river, north. Oh, for God's sake, of course they are. Um, yeah, and so that's like, a, like I'd say they're about 10 miles. That is a hell of a rifle they're using, then. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mech-scale <laughs> rifle. Yeah, damn. Um, God. Uh, I don't want to split... I think there's actually a thing in the... Sh- like, there's like a, almost like a rewind to the shot where Volk yeah. gets hit, right? And, like, you hear the shot, like, a good... Like, as... As a Volk is starting, like it almost sounds like the engine kicking on or whatever, but you hear the shot, and it's as Volk crosses the river, the shot lands where it was supposed to. Oof. God. Whoever is firing this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that as well. You know that this is not a, is going to be a difficult, uh, like, if you're going to deal with the sniper, mm-hmm. it is going to be making it impossible for them to shoot you rather than, like, trying to juke them they're a good shot okay so we need to deal we also have a sniper to deal with too yeah. then yeah uh, i think with that yeah. we can cut back to uh the uh battle this is some real uh this okay. is some real manga shit right here i have to say yeah, <laughs> yeah. we should it's not so have cool. split up we ran into like two bosses <laughs> at the same time <laughs> i mean that's that's how desperate works. I'm going to part the curtain a little bit for you. Uh, I did roll to say that a squad was interfering on this mission, not because you're being interfered with by LTRF, but because there is a second squad on the mission. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, th- that was always kind of in the cards. Uh, it just seemed like the way that y'all did the thing. Uh, may yeah, as well just pop is, uh, that card early. Yeah, this is great. I'm very excited to see how it plays out. So, yeah, so we cut back to the ocean. Uh Avatar has just, like, fucking, as I described uh, at the beginning of this episode, uh, fucking cracked this boat mech in half like a killer whale, Mm -hmm. basically, uh, before it could even react. Uh, There's, like, some yelling, not, like, death yelling, but yelling. Yeah. Uh, And so this happens. Uh, The mech mech appears to be uh, currently, the top half at least, is able to, is slightly buoyant. It's slowly (laughs) sinking, but not something you maybe immediately have to worry about. But, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um. And so, yeah, there's some, there's some, like, uh, actually, no, there's not any open comms stuff. I think, like, what this looks like is that the big one is starting to turn around to Abathar, and then the ones that are in the sky are, like, starting to dive down closer. Okay, so I think that, um, you know, I'm going to try and double down, is my plan. Unless you think, okay, so here's the thing. Did failing that 
when I failed my initial, like, try and, like, sub-dupe someone, um, like, was the consequence of that just getting hit, or, like, is my avenue to do more deception, has that been closed? Uh, I mean, if you can make a good case, you could possibly do some deceiving, but, like, again, they don't believe you because you're you're in royal blue colors, not actually looking like a coherent outfit. Yeah, okay, uh, then. You um, know, violating a super old mech that is not at all uh, adverse, you know, like, style guide or whatever the fuck. Right, Like, right, they right. don't believe you. You need to update right, okay, your logo. Okay, <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> well then what I'm going to do is I'm going to get back on, like, I'm going to, like, on my communicator again, and, um, uh, and I'm going to say, wait, it's gotta be cool. It has to be, uh, it has to be cool. Is that what you say? No, no, it's... <laughs> no, 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 I know. Um, I think that actually, like, <laughs> I think that the first thing that happens is just that Pfeffer, like, blinks... Because he has never seen, like, Goldie cut loose on someone like that. <laughs> um, you didn't know that Goldie had it in him. Frankly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, um, Jesus Christ. Goldie's yeah. cool. Goldie is cool. Um, and so going to uh, on the thing and say, it's a little thing called misdirection. Listen, I know you kids are all about the branding, but us real mercenaries know that it's a great idea not wear uniforms when you're doing illegal things. Now, my buddy here, he's a little bit excitable. <laughs> I wave. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm ready to let us all walk away from this and let you explain to your super superiors why you just threw away one of these fancy toys. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm willing to give you that. I'm willing to say that that approach will work. Okay. Because you made a you made a genuinely compelling point that mm -hmm. these uh the, these green youths may not have considered. <laughs> right. Uh, which is that you are just in disguise. Right. Uh, and your friend. It's not that we forgot to make disguises. It's that we're in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> and, and your friend or foe tags haven't been junked either because I didn't do that as a consequence. So those mm -hmm. are still up. Um, yeah. So this is still desperate. Okay. Uh, still sway, I think. All right. Um, I'm going to say because I'm going to say that this is going to become great because now the uh, friend or foe tags have kind of like they have set in, so mm -hmm. to speak. Like like you you activated them very hurriedly when they came to attack you, but Makes now sense. like. They're, now they have a moment to be like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what if, though? It, is this is this for real, though? So, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm going to say this is a desperate great sway. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, um, you can push yourself. You can take collateral. I uh, am going else. to push myself on this because I, you know, I still have the penalty thing. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm take, I'll take two stress to give myself a die. Uh, unless Fern's in a hurry to spend more stress, I'm good to not get help on that. Um, unfortunately, can I spend, um, imposing bulk for a quirk just to, like, add to the intimidation effect? Um, you're swaying, so my instinct is maybe. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a let good me, point. Let me, let me look at the sway real quick. You persuade yeah. with guile, wit, and charm, negotiate better ceasefire terms. Also, yeah, you know what, this isn't a mech action, so no, you can't. Okay, oh yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. Okay, then. Well, I'm down... Okay, then. Then I'm, yeah, I'm rolling the one die. And um, actually, hmm, do you have any, you want do you me have to any help? collateral? 
<laughs> Do you have any collateral you would offer? Collateral. Let me think. Because uh, collateral has to kick in whether it's a success or failure. I will say, if you have any collateral suggestions, I'm open to hear them. But uh, Actually, like... now that I think about it, I am more open to help from Golden Boy because part of it is relying on him being the bad cop. So, like, if you were okay, okay. spending another stress... Yeah, uh, I'm gonna... Tell us how you help. Yeah, uh, I would like to... Uh, you said I broke it in half? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you chopped mm. the thing in half. You titanic okay. it. Mm. Like, you, you hit... Like, I, I think it's the thing, like, whether you intended to or not, you basically found and severed the structural weak point, like a <laughs> medieval headsman, basically. <laughs> so, here's my question. Could I use the two halves... Like water skis. That that's, that's outrageous. No. <laughs> Could I unfurl my legs and just like, like kind of like, uh, put one on each one and be like, like, and definitely like look professional doing it, but also like look like I'm hot tempered and ready to go. I think you can stand on the two halves, maybe. I you cannot use them as water skis. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Though. I'll, I'll take it. You do not. You do not have the physical. Uh, like there is no like they are not being dragged by an that's even true. larger boat. You're right. You cut the boat in half. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can stand on them and like pose intimidatingly. I think that works. Yeah. I think that'll give you an extra die, and you can okay. go ahead and spend your stress point. All right then. Well then, two d six crossing fingers. Uh, I believe it's desperate. Great. There's a six. six. There's a six. I, oh, it's the second one, so tonight. I definitely needed that extra die. Thank you very much. <laughs> you are welcome. Success. Um, what I'm going to say is there's a moment, there's a pause. Uh, I'm going to call this first. Uh, your situation dials down to mm -hmm. risky because you've, you know, initiate, you've like given them pause and they clearly like have gone kind of on the defensive while one of their friends is currently being stood on by another mech. <laughs> uh, you know, so that's fun. Uh, what I'm going to say is for the success, the unmitigated success, I'm going to call, call this a... I feel like... I think 10 clock. I think 10 clock is good. Because mm. if you fill it, you will be done with them. That makes sense. And it's that uh, I'm going to go ahead and call this... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and call this... Uh, Aces shook. <laughs> okay. As in shook them. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to fill that uh, three because it was a, a great success. Nice. So, cool. Uh, ba Choose side three. Bam. And so there's a there's a pause in the action momentarily as they're like as as like you don't actually there's again like no open comms chatter to start but they like clearly like pull back as though they're kind of consulting each other and then one of them one of the ones in the who's currently flying in the sky kind of like uh dips down a bit uh taking kind of like if you and fern are forming a line they kind of form a third point and make a triangle mm -hmm. basically and the kind of plane shape on like does the transformy bit into something that looks kind of like you know a gundam a little like more mm -hmm. pointy but it looks like a gundam basically <laughs> mm. uh and uh over uh comms a young woman's voice uh says identify your identify your squad please 
All right, so um, I'm I'm gonna have to make a roll to know what would be a plausible answer to that, aren't I? You only know one name off the top of your head, which is part and parcel. Yeah, who, which is a tier five squadron. However, they're also transportation, which is what we're doing. That yeah. is true. That is true. Is it possible that I would be able to like name drop someone from part and parcel? Uh, give me a fortune roll. Okay. <laughs> Six. Absolutely, you can. Uh, <laughs> who do you know in part and parcel? Uh, let me look at my at the names that I have because I have a. I'm sure that Beam Saber has its own, but I do have a little thing of like just some NPC names. Uh, yeah, you know. I would say you've probably maybe met once, uh, perhaps through uh, your CO, someone by the name of, which of these is the good one? Let's go ahead and say it's, uh, yeah, her, her name's Cleon Seraph. that's okay. what her name is, Ooh. and she's a... Uh, you you don't know exactly what she, or no you got a six so I'll say that you know that she's a uh, a unit leader for like you know one of their uh, I would say more legal provision squads maybe gotcha. not this kind of work but still a leader of a a squad there okay well hmm this is definitely not the sort of thing she would but like you know you know you know you know a person though and like that that says a lot right yeah they don't, so, it's, it's not like they necessarily know everything part and parcel's getting up to that's a, good a different point. squad entirely yeah. okay so uh could you run the name by me again uh, i will Serif. link it i will link i will link it to you i'll actually say that you know their full name uh, okay because they have a a middle name up in there but uh, this was actually from a pilot name list, but nice. uh, I think it works good as a... Uh, Sounds very good. Okay. As a thing. Cleon Engel Seraph. Okay. Um, like, we're with part and parcel. A uh, little off-the-books operation. Not exactly the sort of thing Seraph would be directly involved with if you catch my drift. Uh, okay. I think this is going to be, even though you're lying, my instinct is to say this is a consort. Okay. Because you're basically trying to, uh, you're using your specific knowledge and, like, trying to draw connections that way. Okay. Um, this is going to be a risky, mm -hmm. uh, because you rolled the fortune and did know, I'm going to say it's risky great. Nice. Okay, cool. Um. Yeah. I'm doing 1d6. Um, let's see here. I don't think I want to... You know what? Like, if I can pull this off, this will, like, get us pretty far, right? Mm -hmm. So, Do you want collateral? I'm I'm actually going to push myself. Okay. I am, yeah, I am now in, like, I'm up to six stress. I'm kind of in the danger zone right now. But, yeah. So, yes. So okay, I'm and you're going to gonna leave it there? Yeah. Roll right. 2d6. Oh no! Oh, there it is. Uh oh. Uh, can I assist? Uh, I can't retroactively assist, can I? Yeah, as I say, I feel like it should have come up beforehand. That's uh, okay. I will, I will offer retroactive collateral if you want. <sighs> Here's the thing, like, 
I've, I'm very suspicious about retroactive collateral is my yeah. situation. I, I mean, my, yeah. my thing is, I, I'm always willing to offer retroactive collateral. I just happen to have something in mind. Right. Well, what is it in this case? They're going to call. Oh, fuck. Oh, Whether you would... succeed or fail, they are going to check. Um, yeah, I, I actually like that one. I like. I was worried that was going to happen anyway. So yeah, like, what what I what I mean is like your failure here. Like it just a straight up failure would be they don't buy it. Right. Yeah. Uh, what I'll say is that the collateral is you can succeed and potentially stall them, but they're going to call to find out, and so your deception isn't going to last very long. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yes. All right then. Uh. Here we go. Four. Okay. Hey, that's better. Okay. At least I didn't make myself. At least I didn't make it worse for nothing. Yeah. No. So what they what they say is, and and she in this uh, thing. uh, I think. Ooh. Hmm. Let me look at my consequence options again because this is on a desperate. So I'm going to inflict. How much? I still have to do some sheet juggling. Apologies. That's fine. Uh, so a risky, yeah, it's a risky, and it's a great. So two consequences for mm-hmm. risky. Okay. Um. So I mean, aside from the one that you get, which is that uh, she's going to call. Um. The first one is that. Let's see. I think it's the first one is uh oh no that's only one on a one of three. Uh, I'm trying to find something because I I don't want to like undo progress either because it is an option I have, but I don't feel like it. I understand. Uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and say I'm my first consequence is I'm going to reduce the effect from a standard to a limited, uh, because she is uh vocally uh unconvinced that this is something that. Uh, someone who has a reputation of being like who you didn't know, but uh, mm-hmm. I, she says as much. She says like, I don't, I don't think that that Miss Seraph would sanction such such activity. I'm going to call her. Uh, so what you do is they're shook. One, uh, they go from three to four because like you did get a limited success on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other is uh. Yeah, I'm going to say that the other, even though I'm technically not supposed to do this unless it's a one to three, is that uh, you like you have kind of exhausted your knowledge of the of the legit, of the part and parcel thing, and you don't actually have any connections there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the specific fact here is the action failed, and the chance for that chosen action to work has passed. A different action must be used to overcome the obstacle, or it can be attempted again, but at a worse position. Okay. Well, um, so that's that's what you've got is she is right now like you're kind of at a pause. She doesn't exactly believe you, so she is going to real quick make a call. Okay. Um, um, yeah. I was, I? I was, yeah. Yeah. Um, so can I? Uh, let me see if I would be able to do this. Uh, I think this would be a study. Um, but I would like. I mean, you can just tell me what you want to do, and we can figure it out. After. Yeah. You don't have to ever start with an action. Okay. Understood. Um. I would like to uh, figure out, other than the one that I'm standing on, which of these mechs has the most fear coming from it? Which of these mechs oh, is the shit. most intimidated? Ooh, Ooh okay. Um, 
Let me with my think. you know my my mind yeah, powers. With your mind powers. What the fuck do your mind powers use? Like what the fuck? You know what? <laughs> um I think I actually know what your mind powers use. Uh is it good for you? No, it's not. Uh that's fine. Oh um, no. Well actually let me double check because I feel like I feel like I remember hearing that uh gather information is normally a fortune roll, but it may only be a downtime thing. If you want to use your mind powers, don't you have a gear thing you can use to boost your mind powers? I do have a gear thing I can use to boost my mind powers. Can I use a do gear you wanna... thing? To move. You can always use a gear thing. Yeah, if that makes sense. I'm gonna use my yeah, psionic amplifier. Powers. Yeah. Okay. Um. What I'm going to say is because I'm not finding the thing for, Im- for that immediately because what I think it is, uh, just because of the setting, is I feel like it would be interface, specifically. Oh. Um, but I, I think we can actually split the difference here. I am going to call it a fortune die because that's effectively the same as giving you a die. So mm-hmm. we're going to call it Fortune Die for now while I try and figure that out specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so and the 1d6, and then it's going to be a risky situation, and I'll say... I'll go ahead and give you great effect as well. Okay. I feel like that's appropriate. So 1d6? Yeah, 1d6, uh, risky great. No! <laughs> okay. Um. So... It's what just happens too here? strong from the person I'm standing on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's literally it. It's like, you cannot place anything because the mech that you're standing on, the person in it, is just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I'm going to drown. I'm going to drown in here. Oh, fuck. And they're not like, their cockpit isn't like breached or anything. They're not currently going to drown. However, their mech is sinking into the water and is no longer capable of, you know, uh, independent locomotion. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, they're currently like, oh god, I'm gonna get left down here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna suffocate at the bottom of the ocean. Oh god, oh god, oh god. Um, <laughs> and while you are being uh, distracted by this, like, just like it's like when you t- turn on a YouTube video or something, and like you didn't realize your volume was set to like a hundred, and your ears just like yeah. recoil in horror. <laughs> I think what happens here is you're going to take, uh, you're going to take a level one harm. That we're gonna call uh, feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're gonna do that, and the other thing that's going to happen is that uh, you. Oh, okay. I'm going to start a clock and tick it, and I am going to call this uh, a three clock to give it a little bit of uh, a little bit of alacrity, and we're just going to say that this one is uh where's my fonts here it is uh we're gonna say this one is number 44 sinks okay doesn't necessarily mean that this will kill 44 but it will make it difficult to recover them Mm. uh, because they're going to be in a in a you know a mech husk underwater not capable of moving itself which is bad yeah uh and i'm going to take this once okay Hey, we should be able to capture and retrieve at least one adverse mech, though. That's, that's, a, good. that's a good point. I mean, yeah. half of one, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or, or two halves of one, yeah, there you perhaps. Go. Uh, depending how you want to... I think, real quick, let's cut back to uh, Arabella and... Uh, well, Red and Stiletto uh, cool. before we close out the episode, just so we can get a little bit more of their action in. Sure. Uh, so, uh, 
Stiletto, you have identified where Sniper is firing from, like 10 miles to your north, hell of a shot. Uh, and uh, Red, you are currently, uh, Volk is currently lying flat on its back, like half submerged into this river, basically. Okay. Uh, with a big hole uh, in its chest that is thankfully above water. Yes. Uh, but it hasn't penetrated your cockpit or anything, so you're fine. Okay. Uh, which is, what are you doing? Either of you. So, I think... You're a dueling mech, so I think the best option, especially because I, ha- I kind of have nope. a plan, um, is Red is going to leave you to deal with Tasneem. Uh, and you're going to, um, like, move as quickly as yeah, possible I'm for gonna... the sniper and try to, like, dodge in midair and stuff. Yeah, because uh, we're real fast, so I think that's actually a thing <laughs> I can pull off. So, um, if that sounds good right. to you. Well, I'm sure. Okay. Do you want to... I, not to uh, steer you in any specific way or anything, but you do have a fine mobility that's suite. It, that's actually exactly what I was going... I'm nice. going to finally fill uh, my vehicle gear wherever it is on this... this we have a new sheet, is, and I'm still... It's right next to uh, the pilot it's gear. Over, uh, ne- yeah, it's in the middle column. There it is. Right next okay. to your pilot gear. Fine mobility suite. An excellent grapple system, jump jets, foot wheels, or other mobility system. Yeah, we're going to tick that. Uh, uh, you have to take both, yep. because this is your, both your load. Yep. Uh, yeah, okay, so you're gonna just try and get away, like, real fast? Uh, yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna tick that, and then, uh, I kinda, cause I'm gonna bolt directly toward the, the point, and so, I actually am also going to spend, cause I, I want this to succeed, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna spend lightweight plating as well. Uh, okay, and get four and get four dice out of this. Hopefully. So this is going to be a maneuver. Mm-hmm. It's going to be desperate. Uh, you are taking plus one d from the uh, what's it called from the quirk mm-hmm. that you spent. Uh, I'm going to give you, um, yeah, I think what it is is you are bumping yourself from limited to great. Okay. So I was going to consider fitting in a different way, but you are, like, I am envisioning kipping up and just bolting yeah. uh, faster than anyone's expecting, considering the position you were in. Uh, so, yeah. So that's going to be a desperate great uh, with the plus 1D on your maneuver. Okay. <laughs> I'm so afraid. Um, I'm so afraid. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. I was say, I have collateral if you want it, but otherwise... Nope, whatever. there's... Oh! There's <laughs> two sixes two in there. Two sixes! Oh, Hell yes. God. So... Oh, thank God. What happens here... Is uh, well, actually, you tell me. How do you kip up and just fucking bolt away? Yeah, uh, just real quick. I'm I also like... curious about what this like maneuver system is. Um, yeah. So what I think what it is is that um, it's like Tasneem's mech like starts to turn its attention toward Bella, and uh, in the in the second of breath, she has gotten up and planted Volks heels into the riverbed and um the back because again this is a, a robot that has like can permutate uh the back opens up and s- some some like blades come out and the blades have got jet boosters in them hell yes uh, oh cool you got heat fins <laughs> yeah i got heat fins and uh those light up and they are they are hot enough to burn blue of course and yeah and just there's a there's a uh, it goes like boom and then in like the like the the trees around everybody just you know 
ripple from this explosion of movement as Belle just takes the fuck off. I like to imagine that, like, for a split second, like, the like the riverbed is like exposed yes oh, oh definitely <laughs> so oh great there's there's like some flappy little fish and then like the water goes back and they're fine <laughs> um i'm going to start and fill three ticks on a clock we're going to call this uh vip exfiltration mm-hmm. uh because you have just made a big leap and jump towards getting uh your vip the hell out oh of yeah you could just get away uh, but so. now it's go time we have to beat them up <laughs> Oh, I can't. I'm not gonna leave. You know, <laughs> at least steal the fancy oh, gun. Thank you. At least steal the the, the, the fancy sniper. gun. Yeah, we're gonna handle. Well, the sniper's sniper. very far. So, okay. So, I assumed. I assumed that you were heading uh, this way. Are oh. you instead heading towards the sniper? Yeah, I'm oh, yeah. Towards take the sniper it with the intent of moving oh. so fast that I cannot be hit. Okay, well, fuck this clock that I just made. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to delete it. <laughs> Uh, and also this thing right here. What I'm going to do I instead... I also like the idea that the VIP was like, yes, get me out of here. Wait, no. <laughs> uh, what I'm instead going to do is start a, let's call this a six step. Mm-hmm. That is going to be halfway filled to start, which is great. Uh, which is, uh, choose side, three. I feel like this could be more, but fuck it. Uh, I'm going to call this one... Uh, sniper dealt with. Is what nice. with. Yes. Half of dealing with snipers is just getting in their face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyone sniper who's pl- cowards, watch out. If I approach from behind with a knife, you're done with. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go for, like, oh, anyone who's played Winston can tell you this. <laughs> there, there's, like, literally a, a, a drill tweet. Yeah. Like, I would simply bend my body away from the bullets <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Gabrielle, you watch Volk just kip and just fucking bolt towards wherever the sniper is uh i think there's actually a moment where you hear the shot as volk starts to move but like it just hits the the like the river behind volk <laughs> like a moment after volk has taken off <clears throat> what are oh, you doing um all right tasneem it like like his attention shifts and he looks like he's about to start following uh, albeit slower yeah. because he's not Volk fast, but he is going to give chase. Okay, no. Uh, Gabrielle is going to uh, jump towards uh, Tasneem in the Blue Dahlia, just like in midair, and I'm going to declare and whip out a machine gun, which is oh, which is Gabrielle. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he clearly wants a sword fight. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so <laughs> it's time for a machine one. gun. Alright, this sounds like a battle to me. Uh, It's going to be desperate. I'm going to say... uh, I'm going to say it's going to be standard because you need the machine gun to do the machine gun thing. Uh, Also, he's a few tiers above you, so I think that's that's fine. Uh, So yeah, desperate standard. uh, And then you can spend any quirks if you want to. Uh, I can offer... Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to use the... I'm going to expend the aggressive uh, targeter's quirk to, like, intercept him. Like, I got a lock on I got a lock oh, on man. him to, like, as he was trying to leave. Nice. So, so that's, uh, I have one battle die, so that's two dice. That's two dice, and it's going to be a desperate standard. Okay. Right. Type out the word roll. Okay. Oh, a five and a three. Five, five and a is three. Cool. All right, so you make some progress. So what happens 
is you stop Tasneem dead in his tracks because you uh, start firing him when you engage with him directly in combat. Uh, I am going to add a token uh, for Tasneem. Uh, I'm just going to call this one Tasneem because yeah. I think we get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I gave myself one uh, XP on my experience track for the desperate roll. Expertise. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to call it Tasneem. I'm going to fill that to two of eight because, uh, you know, that's how it works. Uh, as for your desperate consequences, uh, let me double check what you got. We've got a... It's going to be desperate standard. It's three of four still. Uh, okay. So what happens here? Uh, I think it's... Hmm. Yeah, okay. So what happens is he's able to intercept uh, some of the shots coming in. Like, he draws the sword, and it's like a fucking bean katana, like, fucking <laughs> just straight up. And he's actually able to intercept <laughs> oh, like, God. some of the bullets by, like, doing a fucking, like, he's Jedi doing his shit, Metal Gear basically. Rising over here. He, he's literally Metal Gear Rising. <laughs> I was thinking of Raiden when uh, I was uh, thinking about what his mech would look yeah, like. Yeah, I've been thinking Slipstream uh, so he does the whole he, time. <laughs> he does that, and I think what he does is as you land, he does a counterattack, basically, where he plunges the sword towards you. And so what I think happens is you take a level 2 damage, which is a I'm beam gonna, stab. I'm going to roll beam to saber, resist maybe. that. Oh, no, oh you don't roll, you spend a quirk. Or spend... Uh, what's the action you took again? It yeah. was battle. So you would spend how much does this cost you? You would spend uh, you would spend two quirks. Two? Okay. Ooh. Basically, the way it works with things is that you spend quirks instead of rolling. But the amount of quirks that you spend, uh, kind of like how if you rolled to like, you know how like your rolls for resolve resists are dependent on how many skills you have points in. Uh, it's the opposite for vehicles, where the starting point is four quirks if you have nothing in that column, and then it reduces okay. every time you add. So the uh, the quirks I'm going to spend are uh, tuned for dueling and light footed, just just to represent like this is this is a mech that Seems was reasonable. built to get out of the way of the sword that is coming at it. <laughs> yeah, so that becomes like I think that degrades to level one harm. Okay, I how that works. Yeah, so that would just become like a uh, clipped. Let's say like you take a clipping uh, a thing, and the other consequence is that like that does like it doesn't hurt anyone, but it definitely like damages part of the uh, the fine the, the luxurious passenger oh. space. And I'm going to start and tick a clock, and I'm going to call it, uh, I think six is appropriate for this. Uh, going to start, and it's going to be a cohort. Ooh, guild. okay. It's only going to get ticked once, though. Well, it's not that bad. still, I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to, like, hose out any corpses out of my mech. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not great. So you you, you want to avoid that idea. Is it harm on, it's damage on the mech, right? It's harm on it's, okay. it's damage right. on your machine. Is what it is. So, so now I have less effect because I have one in the one. All right. Yes. Yeah, less effect on gotcha. that action specifically. Boy, that's harsh. All right. Um. Yeah, and I think because we've been recording for a good bit, I think this is probably a good place to stop unless anyone had anything they wanted to get in right before we ended. Um. That that works for me. 
That's yeah. Yeah. fine for me. Uh, Yeah, all right. So next week on Big Gay Nerds, we will continue all with right. this uh, thrilling battle uh, split two ways between two parties, one of which has kind of uh, temporarily stopped being a battle, but we'll see how that fucking goes. <laughs> yeah, boss is really pushing it. <laughs> right. You should pull out a cannon and shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got some plans. Well, Don't worry. We'll let you know how yeah. ours turns right. out. Maybe maybe you're taking the right oh, path. <laughs> Tune in next week, same big gay nerds time, same big gay nerds channel. Woo. Big gay nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Alexander Messick, Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Jack Toops, Jarnope, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, M.C. Ferdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.